Look how great Siri is. Open up Wikipedia in Safari. Starting FaceTime with Rick Share, mobile. <laughs> what? Take me to Taco Bell. Playing songs by Adele. Okay, that was pretty good. <laughs> but. <laughs> From Pete and Levi, it's time for Creative Combat, the short discussion podcast where we give you tips and tricks to help you stay prepared for the creative lifestyle so you don't get egg on your face. Oh, and I'm Pete. And I'm Levi. Pete, what are we going to talk about today? Today, we're going to talk about being creative in a creative job. Hmm. So this is a sequel to... Uh, earlier episode where we talked about turning your turning your uh, turning your cell into a laboratory. laboratory, but also kind of akin to the episode way back when we talked about everyone is creative, because in those in both of those episodes we talked about how maybe you're not in a creative job, or you don't feel like you are a creative. You have this dream that is floating around yeah. like a, a a butterfly that you can't quite grasp. Right, and and we've talked about this for a while of what if you're in this non-creative job and you want to be creative. You even shared a story of you and the meatpacking yep. thing. And, and you were at, and uh, at Jimmy uh, John's FedEx and Subway. I, yeah, and I was Subway. at various Subway John's. sandwich-making establishments. <laughs> and, yes. and so what if, though, you are in a creative job? Yeah. Yeah, you're in a creative job and you love it. But right. you still, it's hard to be creative in that that job. And, and part of the reason why uh, we kind of thought about doing this episode is because there's actually a guy who he has he has a podcast called The Accidental Creative, Todd Henry. Maybe you've heard of him. Yes, maybe. He's uh he's written numerous books. Uh, his first one, The Accidental Creative, but his whole deal is about um, being creative in a creative job and, and basically fueling the fire and keeping mm -hmm. going because when you have to create on demand uh, day in, day out, how do you keep creative because it's very easy to burn out. Right. It, yeah, when you are – when your responsibilities are to have that kind of creative throughput, then at some point you suffocate yourself. You burn yourself out. Yeah. The passion isn't really there anymore. So now it's just trying to keep the fire aflame instead of feeding the fire. And in some ways, I feel like the manufactured restrictions of being in a non-creative job have allowed me in the past to be more creative. Yeah. But with less stability in that creativity. And I think there's there's got to be a sacrifice. There's a give and take on both sides. Because if you are in a creative job, then you run the risk of burning yourself out and then not being creative at all, even though you're expected to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've found myself in jobs where I'm not – it's not a creative job. So my creative neurons are firing and going crazy. And um, th that that's like huge ideation phase mm -hmm. for me. Um, whereas like where I've had creative jobs that I've really liked where every day I'm literally walking into a meeting and having to solve a problem creatively, right. uh, a different, a different type of neuron is firing, right? Like mm. 
figuring out how to build something and strategize around it. So I, I think really one of the the tricks is is kind of, you know, remember that the grass is always greener where you water it. Um, it's, you know, on one hand, you know, if you're not satisfied with your job, then you should try to find another job, right? But, but at the same time, uh, one of the things that can defeat you is the idea of, oh, if, I ha- if all the terms and conditions were lined up perfectly, then I'd be happy. But the problem is that's never going to happen. Yeah. Whether, you're, whether you're doing what you want to do full time, like let's say you are like a professional podcaster or a children's book author or, or musician, uh, whenever, <laughs> whenever you're getting paid to do something, it, money seems to come in there and start to, uh, I was going to say, uh, it, it petrify you. Hmm. I was going to say putrefy, but maybe both, <laughs> maybe. right? But, but, but whenever money comes into the deal and, yeah. it, and you have to do something, something about that, like it, it always, the, the grass starts to look greener somewhere else. That's interesting. And no matter where you're at, you need to nurture the soil you're on. And so maybe it's obligation. Maybe the obligation uh, or the duty that goes along with the job that you have, the task that you need to do, it makes it feel like you're pacing back and forth on that grass. Yeah. You're not watering it. You're kind of wearing it down and it's turning brown. You look other places at where no one's treading on that grass, but they're watering it. Right. And that's like, oh, I want to be on that grass. Or you don't see how hard they're treading on right. their, their Yeah, you soil. don't see how hard they're working on it. Maybe it looks like, oh, I would much rather tread over there because look at it. But there's a lot of work that goes into that as well. I feel like if you're treading in one place and then watering in another place, that's a way for you to kind of get that creative energy Mm -hmm. out. But it's still treading on the grass that you should be watering as you're treading on it. In a creative job, you can also work on your creative job to ensure that you stay creative within your creative job. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would really recommend reading Todd Henry's book, The Accidental Creative. He talks mm-hmm. about that a lot. And one of the things that he talks about is um, he talks about create. Uh, you know, he has a phrase for it. So I don't I didn't do any brush up, but he talks about creating something that has no obligation attached to it that, yeah. that is just for you. So a way to manage your energy is to have projects like that. So for me, this podcast is actually one of them because, you know, there's no real obligation. It's just the personal commitment. Yeah. And that, you know, having something like that in my life is helpful for being able to have more joy in in the day-to-day, the grind, right? Mm -hmm. So some people call it a side project or a passion project or – just something that doesn't have an obligation or a duty attached to it or even any kind of reward or any kind of compensation yeah. attached to it, right? Yep. Um, that's a way to keep it fresh within the parts of your creative life that you do have an obligation or, or some kind of compensation attached to it. Another way that, um, that I've seen and, and have experienced is when you're working in a creative environment, the kind of mixing up your methods of doing that same job, like exercising creativity in other parts of that creative job, you know, applying that original thought and imagination to the task, you can still maintain that duty. You can still maintain the 
the excellence of the task at hand, but change up the process a little bit. Yeah. So that you stay creative on different parts of that creative job. I I have little experiments that I run, but also like Instagram mm-hmm. or Snapchat or Vine or something that is, you know, is it's kind of an outlet where you can uh, you can uh, can it's like the spark, the flame, the fire, but it's just like a quick ignition, yeah. and you just kind of like create, create, create. Um, that that for me is is nice to take a little break and take a picture or make a s- stupid video on Snapchat and, you know, just to, to produce something and put it out there and be like, whatever. Um, th- you know, the danger of that though, is that if you can, if you continue to get satisfied with that, I mean, really it's, mm-hmm. it depends on your goals, right? Like you could just continue to, uh, you know, feed off of that. And, but really what you really want, that butterfly or whatever we're talking about it will still be there um, if you are continually satisfied with like things that aren't what you're really intending. Yeah. It's really interesting because I've seen, I, uh, for me, I've seen massive benefit in maintaining an Instagram feed that I'm proud of Yeah, uh, by only posting things on there that are like the the cream um, and not the sludge. <laughs> not or, the sludge. What is yeah. it that you said? It's cream oh. or sludge, really. Right, cream or sludge. Um but only only posting publicly the things that I've snapped photos of throughout the week, and I just put that up if I'm happy with it, if I'm pleased with it. So it's the, my own little curation of my photographs. And I've gotten a lot of delight out of doing that for myself. There's no obligation, but there's also kind of this hidden sense of reward and pressure on the other side, like the following and the the liking and the commenting, like all of that imaginary reward is, mm-hmm. is still there. So it motivates me to do that thing. I have to be really careful, though, that I don't turn that into yeah. a compensation-based, like a transaction where I'm posting things up there so that I'll get yeah. likes. Instead, yeah. it's like I'm doing – I have to continue doing that for me yep. so that I can be creative and allow my brain to to work on something else creative so that I can return back to that creative thing that I do have compensation attached to for me to support my family with. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, that's not to say if you're aiming to be a professional Instagrammer, that's bad. It's totally not. It's, it depends on what your goals are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I totally feel you, like the idea of like, oh man, should we, should, should I post this or should I not? People are gonna think I'm like, oh look, he's a sketch guy. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> And especially with like Snapchat or Vine, it's like, wow, that was so stupid. Should I post it? And then I just go post. And I'm like, oh, oh well, you know, it's yep. like it's it's one of those things where you know, it's like, do I obsess over my quote unquote personal brand, or do I just be me and just let me be me? Yeah, you know. And again, it depends on your goals. Mm-hmm. Arian talked about that a little bit in the interview that we did yeah. with her. Um, Which is great. Where, yeah, where she talked about just like being bold enough to post the thing yes. and not worrying about what other people are going to say or think and doing it for herself and trusting that it's a good thing that she's putting out there. Yeah. Um, there is a lot of pressure, but if – and you can treat it both ways. You can treat it like, oh, this is a transaction and I'm expecting to get that thing. But I think 
what we're talking about as far as supporting the creative job that you're in, finding those other creative outlets to exercise in, yep. it gives that grass some time to get watered. You step off of that tread and you go to another plot in your yard that is green. Yep. And you tread on that for a little while and you water some other things. And when you do that, then I I feel like you could have a better sense of contentment and reward yeah yeah i feel like it really is is integrating your creativity in everything you do i really do believe that like creativity is like kung fu it will solve all your problems Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that's that's what kung fu does yeah Yeah, let's let's review what creativity like the definition of creativity what we talked about in everyone is creative uh is applying original thought and imagination that's it yeah like it's really yeah. simple and you can do that with anything and everything it's not just a oh i'm a professional illustrator so i'm a creative or i get paid to be creative because i'm a creative director i'm a writer like, right no you can be anything and exercise creativity yeah um even a even a surgeon maybe not yeah. So much. <laughs> Don't get too creative with Don't your get too scalpel. Creative. But yeah, yeah, that's the thing too. It's like I I think the question that we we started on was the idea of like, you know, if you're creative, there's this pressure to be creative. Mm-hmm. Uh how do you stop from being exhausted? And I, and the thing is like one, realize you have a certain amount of energy. Yes. And and own that. You know, and and when you take when you're realistic with yourself, um, it's easy to get overwhelmed, you know, especially if you've got yeah. a lot of plates spinning. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is, you know, managing your energy, which Todd Henry talks about a lot in his book. Um, but it's also um, it's also taking your breath and saying, I can I can do this. Yeah. You know, I can handle this. Um and a lot of that, sometimes you have to you have to borrow from the best in a lot of ways. Yeah. It, so all of that is in the show notes. You can get Todd Henry's book and even listen to his podcast. Um, you know, in between episodes of Creative Combat. <laughs> of course. For yeah, more sure. episodes of Creative Combat, visit us at creativecombat.blackfriday. We would actually love to hear from you, so you can leave a comment on SoundCloud, shoot us a question through the website, or even better. Call us and leave a message for us to air on the show. That phone number is 5104-COMBAT. It's 5104-266228. Drop us a line. We're waiting to hear from We'd you. love to hear your, your lovely voice. Until next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>